what's going on guys how you doing out there you are now listening to the yfyi podcast i'm sunny d i'm your host hopefully you guys are doing well today hopefully you're finding the week is turning out just as you planned it the month is turning out just as you planned it and hopefully the year is turning out just as you planned it. Thanks for tuning in. If you're a first time listener to the YFYI podcast, thanks for being here. If you're a repeat listener, you've been here before. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for all of the people that are sharing the podcast. You know, Apple recently just launched some new features for their podcast platform, and you can go and you can check out unique devices and how many people are you know, listening and watching and downloading how many minutes they're listening to. So I'm watching the statistics go up. And really that's, I mean, it has everything to do with you guys because you guys keep listening or you're sharing the podcast with other people. So you guys are really helping helping that happen. So I'm super excited to be here again. This is episode 123. And if you guys are watching the podcast, I started recently recording the podcast. So I've been posting that as a video. So if you like watching, there's not a whole lot to see. I mean, I'm sitting behind the mic, but you know, we've got a little, you know, some pre-roll that I do some for just video consumers only and then some post video that I do for video consumers only. You can check out the YFYI in video format on YouTube, also on my Facebook page, Sunny D. You can check that out on there. If you want to watch the podcast or if you want to watch the podcast and listen to the podcast, listen and watch the podcast, whatever you want to do, you can check it out on there. So I'm going to keep it going like that and seeing how how that goes, you know, and then the other uh, little snippets, of course, if you found the podcast through either like a Snapchat clip or you found it through an Instagram stories clip or you found it through whatever you found it through. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And thanks for the love. The love is much appreciated. So I'm super excited for a few reasons before I get into our kind of topic of the day. Got to go to the mailbox and ship out some books, which was awesome. For everybody that pre-ordered YFYI Salon Ownership, if you pre-ordered YFY Salon Ownership, your first year in, what happens after you make it so you came out of school, you did well, you got through school, now now you're ready to get it going in the world of business, owning your business, putting your neck on the line, what happens then? And that's why I wrote the YFYI, which I'll call it volume two. So the first one for stylists and this new one for owners you know, that first year in ownership. So I'm super excited about that. And if you haven't gotten your copy, you can know you can grab one at yourfirstyearin.com. Just want to read off the chapters real quick in the book so you know uh, what you're getting yourself into. So just like in YFYI for stylists, I started with the why. Because being a stylist, you have to have a why, like why you're doing it, why you're coming in this industry. But also when you go into ownership, that's a whole nother kind of why. That's a whole That's a whole nother kind of thing, a whole nother kind of reasoning why you might decide to go into salon ownership versus working in a salon. 
You know, and I always talk about for all of you guys that are stylists that you should be looking at yourself. You should be looking at yourself even if you're inside of someone else's business. You should be looking at yourself as a small business. And that's still 100% true. You should be looking at yourself as a small business even though you're working inside of somebody's business. But then when you're ready to take the big bite, when you're ready to take the big step, and then you get into salon ownership, that's a whole new animal. So you need to have a why because the why that got you through your first year in and, and that keeps you motivated as a stylist is going to be a different why than the why you might find that you need as a salon owner. So I start the book with that chapter. And then after that chapter, I get into starting with the end in mind. You know, if you think of it like an architect, if you think of it you know, as a as a person, a developer, you're building a skyscraper, you're building a house, even down to just a home, a small single family house. You're not going to start banging nails. You're not going to start laying cement. You're not going to start putting two by fours. Where? What are you going to do? You're not going to do any of that until you have it already designed. And that's a big lesson because a lot of people, you know, I'm all about it. Sometimes, you know, you're flying, but if you're up in the air at 30,000 feet and you have no clue kind of what you're doing, you might be in a situation. And if you find yourself in that predicament, then you've got you've got to learn on the fly. You've got to also what if you're what if you're still a practitioner? What if you're still doing hair? Now you're trying to learn on the fly. You're trying to learn the business on the fly. You're trying to do hair. You're trying to be operations leader. You're trying and trying and trying. You're trying to do everything. And while you're trying to do everything and learn everything, your business might not be going anywhere. So you got to think about that. When you get into ownership, you're now in a position where you need to know what your outcome is. You're not experimenting anymore. When you're in a position of ownership, you're not experimenting, you're not testing the waters, you're responsible for not only yourself, your family, but you're also responsible for other people's livelihoods, you know, making payroll, things like that. So it's a, it's a different animal. So we get into starting with the end in mind. After starting with the end in mind, the next chapter, chapter three, is going to be about systems. Now, when you think about systems, you know, you think about business, we're talking about systems really are what run your business. Systems really are what run your business because without your systems in place, you're basically leaving it up to human and human emotion to run your company, to run your business. And you know what? They'll run it. Human emotion will run it. They'll run it right into the ground. So when it comes to your business, you've got to think about systems and in that chapter, I'm going to talk all about what systems can work, even if you're not there, so your business can still continue to function. You know, recently, you know, we had some people that departed our company. Some of them have been with the company for a long time, and they were under the impression because of emotion, this is how human emotion works, They're on, they were under the impression that they were running the company. I'm like, really? Okay. Because they... Because they found themselves demonstrating some leadership tendencies and got and got acknowledged as leadership quality, started undergoing leadership training, but then also caught a bit of egoism, also caught a bit of prima donnaism and thought they were running the company. I'm like, uh-uh, you know what? You're running your mouth right now, 
but what's actually running your company, the people are the lifeblood. It's not one person. It's the people. And if the people are following the systems and you created the systems, then your company should work with or without an individual. You know, when people get that mentality, they get a mentality that it's an individual sport and they forget that it's a team and they forget that there are systems in place, then that's when, you know, people truly expire themselves. You know, and so that's important. So systems, that's the third chapter. The next chapter is the numbers chapter. So I get into the ownership numbers because, yes, you have numbers that you have to pay attention to as a stylist, but then there's numbers you got to pay attention to as an owner, different sets of numbers that you might be dealing with there. So then after the numbers, we're going to get into chapter five. And let's see. In chapter five, what I'm talking about in chapter five is the hiring process, the process of sitting down and saying, hey, you know, you you look like you might be a good fit for our company. That's a that's a tricky one because there's so many different kinds of personalities that you hire. You cannot hire all like personalities because it's impossible because we're the human race and we're all different. That's actually a beautiful thing. You don't want to have all the same people. You don't want to have a repeat. You don't want you don't want 10 of me working in your company, right? One of me is plenty. So when we get into the hiring process, I talk about the process that I go through, things to look for, interview techniques, strategies, all of those things as you're building your as you're building your team. Career paths chapter 6, career paths. So what are the career paths? Why are they important? Who are they important for? Who are you should, who you should be considering while you're creating them? All of those things come into play. You got to think you got to be thinking about career paths and people want to know like where am I going? People want a vision. You got to help people understand what the vision is, where they could go with this career, where they could go with your company. It's not a it's not a, you know, one size you know fits all type of thing, but what is their career path going to look like? So that's important to be able to paint that for each person. Then I get into chapter 7, which is you only have two hands. You know, and that's, that's, you know, I look at a lot of owners as I'm working with different salons and I'm watching, you know, people open salons. And a lot of times what it comes down to is it comes down to those owners doing the work. And if they're not doing the work, then the work ain't getting done. Well, the newsflash on that one is if your hands aren't working, your business isn't working, then you just can skip right to the end of that sentence. Guess what? Your business isn't working. Because if it's only dependent upon really your two hands, 90% of the revenue, then you don't have a business. What you have is a job. Maybe a really expensive one, but you have a job. And so that's important. And that was a tough pill to swallow, not only for me, but for every owner that I've worked with, people that I've seen, you know, people, the reason a lot of the, the salon owners go out of business because they're like, you know what, I'm tired of doing this and I'm out. So that's a huge one. Then I get into financing and construction, things you want to look at when it comes to financing your business, things you want to look at when it comes to uh, construction. Everything takes longer than you think. Uh, ways to look at how do you get money? Where could you get money? Should you even get money? Should you even get into financing? So what things to ask in that in chapter is a huge one for me. I've learned a lot of that on the fly. You know, I have learned a lot of it on the fly. 
Number nine, key relationships from everywhere from your stylists, your guests, your distributors, your suppliers, what key relationships you want to think about. Number 10, growth and expansion, right? You're either growing or you're dying. And I say that all the time. You're either growing or you're dying. You really don't have another option. I mean, a tree is growing or it's dying. You, your business, you as a human, you're growing or you're dying. You, when, you, when you're done growing, you're dead. So growth and expansion is a huge one. When to think, how to think about it, like what things to consider. How do you want to grow vertically, horizontally? You know, what are you trying to do? What is the ultimate growth and expansion plan? So that's a huge one. And then the 11th chapter, I get into the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs. What if you do make it? What if you do make it? Then what happens? Then where do we go? Then what do we do? So that's chapter number 11. And then one thing that I also included in here, which I was super excited. Um, we have obviously in the end, we have the acknowledgments. But after the what if chapter, there's a bonus chapter. And the bonus chapter, it's called bonus material. It doesn't even have a number. It's afterthoughts and stuff. So I started getting into like some of the visionary thoughts of what I have going on, things that I've seen and heard, and things that I'm actually currently working on. So it's more present day, uh, what's coming next outside of just thinking of your salon as a salon. How do you stick around for the future? How do you stick around for the future? Because you know, you know right now, you know what's happening. I hope you know what's happening. You know right now, somewhere in some Amazon place and lab or whatever, somewhere in Amazon land, they're working on trying to teach Alexa how to do a bob. They're working on how teach it, teaching Alexa how to how to do a little uh, fringe trim, how to do a bang trim. So you better believe it. They're they're trying to come for us all. They're not just stopping at taking away truck drivers' jobs and taking away a lot of the different factory jobs. If they can get a robot or artificial intelligence involved somehow to do it, they're gonna do it. And I talk about what I'm how I'm thinking about it, how I'm playing, how I want to become eternal in the sense of my business survives any weather any weather because they are coming for it so hopefully you guys get a little bit excited about that i mean i'm pretty i'm pretty pumped about it um, definitely satisfied never but happy with the work happy with the end product happy with and you guys will let me know as you guys get out there and you start reading the book and giving me the feedback you guys will let me know what you think so that's why FYI Salon Ownership. And you know immediately as soon as you finish a project, especially if your mind works like mine, it's always working. I'm on to it. I'm on to another one. I'm thinking like, what's next? What's next? What's the next YFYI book going to be about? What is it going to be about? So we'll keep working. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about just a couple things here. And it's kind of inspired by a conversation I had recently. And it's, you know, it's about, it's about winning, right? Now, winning is something that people like to do. Now, in a sport, like a game of basketball, if you play into 10, then you know who won and who lost, right? Because you keep playing until someone gets to 10 and the other person has nine or less, they lose, right? That's it. It's cut and dry. Now, how can you guarantee 
that you win when it comes to your business? How can you guarantee that you win when it comes to your relationships? How can you guarantee that you win all the time? You know, in, in DJ Khaled in his song, All I Do Is Win, 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 No Matter What, right? So how can you guarantee that you could have a, a moment like that where all you do is win, 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 no matter what? And I'm going to give you a couple of ideas, things that I have going on in my head when it comes to the subject of winning. Because I look at a relationship, like I'll take, for example, the relationship that I have with like my teammates that come on board, that join people that come and they walk in the valley of 1.0, right? People come, they join our company, they come on board. They have aspirations, they have visions, they have thoughts, they have predetermined thoughts like of what they think it might be like in the beauty industry, what they think it might be like at the Salon 1.0. Pre, I think those are called preconceived notions, right? Preconceived notions, what they think it might be like. Then they get on board and then they start to find out actually what it's like. Now, when I think about this company, ultimately, I built our company for really for me to be able to have a place that I could work in, I could thrive in. I had there was always something, there was always a challenge, there was always a, a direction or career path that I had, you know, something to look forward to. So that's really who I built the company for. So you're going to win if you operate under kind of that mentality, like you want to grow. You want to do more. You want to you wanna have a challenge. You're going to grow. The other thing that we built into the company is development. You know, so, we, so we develop people. That's it. We develop people. Not we make the best haircutters. Like if you, you know, you're not going to come to a company like ours and say, well, if you really suck at haircutting, come work with us because you'll become awesome. That's not our M.O. That's not our specialty. Our specialty is not taking someone that can't cut hair and making them an amazing hair cutter. That's not our specialty. Our specialty is developing people. Our specialty is developing a person into no matter where they go and what they do, they have a dramatic increase in the possibility of being successful at a task, any other task in our company. Now, is it everlasting? No, because I've seen people leave our company and they're hot when they leave and then slowly but surely, they start to mellow out, they start to cool off, they start to fizzle down, they start to fizzle out, and that's it. Now, what happens? Well, because they don't understand maybe the uniqueness. They don't understand like the the concept of you're plugged in. You're you're plugged into a source and that source is giving you heat or energy or whatever it's giving you. You unplug from that source, it's only a matter of time. Think about your stove. Think about your stove. You sit your pot down on there, you turn it up, the thing turns red if you have an electric stove or if you're on a fire stove, it you know, it gets super hot. Right, heats up whatever's in the pot to a point of maybe it's boiling or whatever it's doing, and then what happens? Then you're good, right? Then you're good. Your food's done. 
You turn the knob, you turn it off. What happens immediately? Starts to cool, starts to lose the heat, starts to lose the momentum until eventually it cools all the way off. It's a source. And our company, you know, and when we look at like we were talking about earlier, before I started recording a podcast for the video viewers only, I was talking a little bit about the mission and the vision. You know, in our company, in our vision, our culture is unique in developing a positive, forward-focused, and successful team of salon professionals unlike any other. Unique. The uniqueness of the situation. So how can you guarantee? So here's the thing. How can I guarantee I win? Even if I lose... Right, even if the Salon 1.0 were to go out of business today, tonight, even if I lose, how do I guarantee that I win? And here it is. This is what I want you to think about in every relationship that you enter. If you can start working on this philosophy and, and adapting this philosophy to your general practice, this philosophy can help guarantee that you win under any circumstances. Now, it's not easy. It's not easy to adapt a philosophy like this, but it's definitely worth it. So here's what you want to do. In every relationship that you enter, you want to be on the giving upside, meaning you want to be depositing more than you're withdrawing from the relationship. You want to be depositing more than you're withdrawing from the relationship. You want to be the one that's giving more for that relationship and then you will be the beneficiary of the win no matter what. Even if the relationship doesn't work out. Even if the relationship doesn't work out. Because a lot of the giving, it's, it's, it's in your head as well as it's in your actions, as well as it's in your speech, as well as it's in your hands, as well as it's in... So giving more than you receive. I think, I think they might have talked about this before in one of those books. You know, it might have been, it might have been the Bible. I'm not even, it might have been one of those books. But giving more than you receive. That's how you can guarantee you win. And here's the thing. Especially, you know, I've had some of this conversations. I've had some of these conversations with salon owners, especially when it comes like to training, which we, you know, we offer a lot through different types of training, not only hands-on technical, but the development phase of people, skills. And a lot of our new people, they don't even get it. They don't understand what, how it is valuable because their mentality, they might have a one-track mind. You got to get them to expand their thinking. It's not just going to be a one-track career, a one-dimensional career. It's going to be multi-dimensions. So when you're trying to get people to expand their thinking, to expand their thinking about what their career could be, it's not one-dimensional. It's not one-track. A lot of times, new people, you know, when they're coming into our company especially, they don't get it. They're like, well, you know, I just want to, you know... Learn how to cut hair. They're, they're, they reduce it to just cutting hair instead of this is a career that could take you in multiple different directions. This is a life that's longer than a career that you're going to live 
These are skills you can take with you into life, not just behind the chair. So we're unique in developing that kind of attitude. And when it comes to a training mentality, so as I'm looking at a company that gives and gives and gives, and I talk to other owners, I'm like, you know, doing more, doing more, doing more. Some of them are a little hesitant because they maybe have been a little burnt before. You know, well, what if, you know, I, I give them all this training, I invest all this time and energy and money and this and that into this person. And then after three months, six months, nine months, they quit. Now I just lost all that. And, you know, one of my mentors said one time to that kind of statement, well, you know, you could either train them and they could quit or you could not train them and they could stay. Which one would you rather have? A non-trained person that's now just camped out in your company? So you have to think about it like that. Now, I'm and I'm talking about winning no matter what. I'm talking about going above and beyond. I'm talking about even, even in our company, I mean, it's not that huge, but taking the time you know, to do one-on-ones, you sit down with one of your teammates for 30 minutes, getting to know them. Maybe you're doing it on a quarterly basis. Do it as frequent as you can, but getting to know them. What are they about? What do they want to achieve? Yes, giving them feedback on their performance, but also seeing where do they want to go with their career. What What's important to them at the moment? What are they struggling with maybe outside the salon? What other goals do they have? And that's where the goal setting comes in. So you know as their head coach the direction that they're trying to go in. And as long as you go into every encounter, even if it's a one-on-one and there's only one, like you're having this one-on-one with this person, you're never going to see him or talk to him again, go in there with the thought process, I want to give more than I take. Then you win no matter what. Because you end up being in a position to where you're constantly leaving things better than you found them. And there's nothing that can replace the feeling of winning is really that. You know, you feel like you gave. You know, when you hear, especially in in sports, like if it is cut and dry, it's cut and dry, right? You got less points, you lost. But there are people that even on that losing team, they know they gave it all. And they're able to deal with the loss And it doesn't hurt them as much as some of the other people that know, man, you know, I held back or I didn't do this or I could have done that. That's a feeling that you don't want to end up with. So when you're thinking about winning at all costs, you're thinking about how can I win no matter what? Every relationship that you enter into, every situation that you find yourself in, every situation, every situation Every relationship, every scenario you find yourself in, be the one that deposits more than you take in that relationship. And even if you lose the deal, lose the person, you still win the game. And that comes from having that mentality, that giving mentality. And so no matter what, you'll have the feeling, you know, and you'll know. And you'll know deep down within yourself, you'll know deep down in your in your conscience, in your gut, no matter what, I gave everything. And you can live with that. You can live if you do end up with a loss. But you know you gave more. So you win no matter what. So I want you to be thinking, like, what 
situation right now, you're trying to improve and the way you're trying to improve it hasn't been working. What situation right now? Because I'm sure you have some. We all have some. You're trying to improve, but the way you're going about it, the way you're trying to improve it has not been working. And when you look at that situation, when you look at what you could do to change that situation, when you look at how you could maybe reapproach that situation, I want you to take that view and think, well, what if I gave more? Just add that to the equation. I'm not going to switch up the way, the approach, anything else. I'm just going to switch up. What if I gave more? What would the effect be on the situation? And I guarantee if you do that, if you get serious about it, you know what the effect is going to be? It's going to be, I'd probably get more out of it, but it's going to cost me more time. Yeah, but I'd probably get more out of it. But then I got to wake up earlier. Yeah, but I'd probably get more out of it. But then I can't eat this. But yeah, but I'd probably get more out of it. But then I got to I gotta stay later. But then, yeah, I'd probably get more out of it. But then I got to talk to this person. But yeah, then I'd probably get more out of it. I guarantee you, if you think about it, what if I just gave more? What would happen? And you'll find out. You win. You'll win. So that's how you can win no matter what. So hopefully you guys will take this information, will take this this concept, if you will, of giving more. And it's not an original concept. Give more than you receive is not an original concept. You know, if your relationship is is, you know, balanced and you want to take it to the next level, give more. If your relationship is unbalanced to your detriment and you're not feeling like you're getting as much out of the relationship, give more. Any situation you want to improve before you try to learn the next technique or try the next approach to whatever, give more. Whatever the situation is, whatever the state is of that relationship at the current moment, just give more and watch over the next 10, 20, 15, whatever days, watch the results. Watch how not only does the situation improve, but your mentality improves. Your concept of the relationship improves. And the world around you slowly starts to change. And you're thinking, wow, the world is changing. But in reality, the world is still the same. You've just made the change. And now you see that change in the world. So hopefully you guys will take this, roll with it, share it with somebody you know, love, care about, friend, colleague, whoever, so they can get a little checkup from the neck up. And give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. And as always, I just want to thank you guys for listening to the YFYI podcast you know, lending your ears for, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30. Those of you that listen, you know, regularly, listen, you know, 30 minutes every week, you're listening. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you give us a follow at your first year in on Instagram. I'm Sunny D 1.0 or 1.0 on Instagram. Interaction happens on there. Twitter, I'm going to start doing a lot more on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, I'm at Sunny DTS. S-O-N-N-Y-D-T-S. 
I'm at SunnyDTS on Twitter. Hit me up on there. Thanks for all the follows. Thanks for the likes. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for the comments. And definitely interested to know what you guys think of the video format for the YFYI that I've been sharing. So until next time, guys, thanks for listening. If you haven't gotten your copy of YFY for Stylus or for Salon Owners, Volume 1, Volume 2, just go to yourfirstyearin.com. You can grab them there. And last thing, I got to hit you guys up for some reviews. I've gotten quite a few reviews on the podcast, on the podcast app and iTunes. If you leave a review or if you left a review and you haven't received your swag yet, let me know. I've got these awesome YFYI t-shirts, the iHeart YFYI t-shirt. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you're going to have one on its way to you in the mail as soon as it's up and verified. It usually takes about 24 hours for it to get up there and then I'll send you your t-shirt. And that's just a way of me saying thank you because what that does is it helps the podcast become discoverable. The more ratings, the more five star, you know, ratings and the more reviews we have, it's, you know, it just helps move it into the eyesight of those out there looking for information like this, looking for a little motivation, looking for a little inspiration, looking for a little education, forging their way through their careers in the beauty industry. So that all helps, guys. So I appreciate that. And until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in. Remember, this is the YFYI podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you soon. He's to make my stock go up, the man's go up, the bands go up. I'm number one in this bitch, and I'ma say that we the best of the best. Why, why you haters asleep? I'm yelling free wheezy. I rep the heart of the streets. Who hotter than me? I'm wearing the crown. Yeah, we can't stop, won't stop. Go hate on me now. You can never get enough when it come to getting fed. Niggas ain't.